Four friends get together to play D&D, talk about nerd stuff, and very frequently find themselves derailing the conversation into random topics. No, we aren't talking about us. We're talking about Endgame Content. Endgame Content is a gaming podcast featuring D&D actual play, Dungeons and Doofuses, that releases every other Saturday on Spotify and Google Podcasts. You can also watch the guys goof around live on Twitch at angered underscore egg. Check out EGC for gaming discourse, brackets, news, playalongs, and more. See if this is the episode they finally break their DM. Welcome to the Legends of Lanamoir podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Nathan. With me this evening, I have Emily. Hello. And that's it. That's um, it. That's it. We're doing a very special episode uh, after we recorded the last episode with our special guest, Lane. Thank you so much, Lane, again for being on the show. Uh, I realized after last episode that uh, Drew might have some soul-searching type stuff to do after seeing her mom for the first time in over a decade, at least, right? Drew has feelings, yes. Drew has some feelings, for sure, it's, for sure. Yeah, so we're gonna, we're just like we did with Saf earlier on in the season, we're gonna do a little one-on-one episode um, to fill in some of those gaps. So, let's see, I don't know if you want to... Do a quick recap of your relationship with your mom, uh, um, Drew and Leandria. Yeah, um, so if anyone's interested to hear more about Leandria, um, obviously you can listen to our uh, Into Depths and Darkness prequel campaign, which you can get on our website. Um, it's fantastic, and you definitely get a lot more background into these characters, but essentially uh, Leandria... The website is uh, novistudio.io. That one. Um, essentially, Leandria had Drew in a shade pocket, and what that meant was that Drew is an Eldrin. Um, that's kind of Drew's whole origin story: is that she's been hiding the fact that she's an Eldrin because the Eldrin, since they are weird and born in shade pockets, people want to do experiments on them to figure out why that happens. Her mom let her know that, and so they kind of ran together kind of on the run most of her life. Um, eventually, Drew came into the catacombs um, of... Sorry, what was it? Where did Ilar's we start? Ilar's birth. I um, did the same thing last episode. Now I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Drew and her mom were in Ilar's birth. Drew found the catacombs and found all of these old books on um, necromancy and things that don't really exist and are not possible and so she thought that was neat and so she stayed um and her mom kind of went but she would hear from her about like once every couple years elves live a very long time so not hearing from her mom for a long time is not weird um and so it's not much of it had like a couple years pass it's like a couple months it's not really weird um except this time the last time she heard from her mom was was it? How long was it? It's been <clears throat> ten years. Ten years. 
which is weird because usually it's like maybe the longest they had gone before that is like maybe three years was the longest. Um, At this point, it might be 11 years, actually. I'm thinking about the timeline. I was like, yeah. So, yeah, like 11 years, uh, she hasn't heard from her. And so she has started to think that maybe something's wrong, but she's been kind of too scared to look considering who she is. And she didn't think she would be able to get very far. But now she has a group of friends who are trying. And now she's realizing that her mom was on the mission that they were looking for Dr. Milo. She realized her mom was on the same mission um, a while ago. Um, and so she's been questioning what happened to her. Kelvin alluded that she was dead. However, in our previous episode, we were infiltrating cave was it a cave it's been a minute since we you, recorded it's it's uh for for our viewers at home it's been about two it's been almost two months since we recorded the last episode but it, you infiltrated the newly under construction temple of depths and darkness that's right beneath that's Adam's right. bounty that's right um and Adam's bounty and i saw my mom there and it didn't look like she was under any kind of influence. It didn't look like she was in distress. And she seemed to be helping Sir Lesfe. Mm-hmm. Yes. She seemed to be helping Sir Lesfe while she was struggling with the vision she was seeing or something. And she mm-hmm. seemed to be very kind to her and helping her, which was uncomfortable, <laughs> I guess. And, uh, yeah, and then we left. I got a, I was able to write a note to her, and I think I did something. I, I wrote, like, a phrase that we always used. You uh, wrote a symbol on symbol. a piece of parchment that Lily, uh, Lane's character, was able to get up and right. put in her um, line of sight. That's right. Into the Andrea's um, line of sight. So- yeah, so hopefully she knows I'm here. That's all I can kind of hope for. But besides that, or like remembers me or something like, well, besides that, she has no idea what else is going on. So she got the, the note or the symbol to her and then she left. And so Drew has a lot of feelings about this because there's like a lot of questions. Like if her mom is of sound mind, why has she not reached out to her? Like, is she not allowed to? It doesn't seem like she's being held against her will. There's a lot of questions. Yeah, there are. So this this symbol that you would normally have left for Leandria, this uh, communication that the, the two of you have, I imagine it's pretty secretive. Kind of like a, a language between mother and daughter situation. Yeah. Have you ever seen Gilmore Girls? Do you have like two hours to talk about it? <laughs> anyway, thank you all so much for listening to the Legends of the Land of War podcast. Oh, there's a whole Dilly and Dally episode about it. Two episodes actually. Go listen to that. Anyway, uh, yes, it's like a secret mother daughter daughter language. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I imagine that uh, Drew and Leandria could kind of uh, speak back and forth with different symbols and stuff, and other people wouldn't be able to understand it but uh you could also do permutations of it as well and you know Mm. convey different messages and all that kind of thing yes so what is the message you were trying to convey with this symbol i want to say when 
Drew and her mom were traveling around. They would often, like, get separated, like, on purpose. Like, one of them would go forward. Like, the other one stays back to do stuff in the woods. I don't fucking know. What are you doing in the woods? Um, but one of them has to stay back for some reason, or they have to split. You know, well, I'll go this way, you go that way. We'll meet in this city. Um, they always had a symbol that meant, like, I'm here. Um, so that when you, when I would come into the city, um, I would just look around for that symbol, either like scrawled on the outside of a, of a building, someone's house. If it, I was looking for someone's house or if I, I knew she was staying in an inn, I would just look at all the inns until I found the one, um, with the symbol on the outside. Um, and that just meant I'm here. And so I thought the best way to convey something to my mom was to say, I'm here. So that's what I did. That's what it says. It just says I'm here. Okay. So you, when you um, have that, that symbol, when you would get to wherever you were in the city, you would be looking for that symbol on like inns, taverns, normal places that you all would meet up then. Yes. So this is something that you're going to be putting up wherever you're kind of staying to kind of indicate mm -hmm. that you're here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the trail of breadcrumbs, so to speak. Okay. Yeah. Well, you you leave this note and you um, head back up to Poet Sims uh, Manor, where you stay the night. You aren't getting very good sleep though, Drew. It's you're just restless. Anxiety is churning, um, and you you can't get well. I mean, you don't sleep, but you 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 just can't fall into your trance like you normally do. Your, your oh mind my god, my normal four hours, I can't, I can't even go for eight, it's wild. Yeah, you, you try and get like maybe 20 minutes of trance in and it's, in your trance-like state, it's just, you know, it just immediately brings you out of it um, mm -hmm. with all the thoughts that are going through your head. So, um, it's nighttime in Pulitz Sims Manor. Uh, all the fires are out, all the candles have burned down. Um, so what would you like to do? I know exactly what I want to do. I have just thought in this moment. Um, Drew is tossing and turning, and she's thinking about the message that she sent to her mom. That's not usually how they would use that symbol, but she thought that it was it made sense because, you know, I'm here. Um, but then she starts thinking how, what else, like, if her mom does want to respond to that, <laughs> like, how does she respond to that? So um, Drew, like, gets up frantically because she suddenly had an idea, and she runs out to the front of Poet Sim's house. And she scrawls mm -hmm. the symbol on the outside, like on the, just on the door frame, kind of small, so that if her mom does want to go looking, she knows I'm in the city. If she wants to come find me, she finds the symbol and she knows that. So if she is of her sound mind, she knows what's up, she'll see that symbol and she'll know to look for it on a door. And if she doesn't, then I think that that's my answer of whether or not she remembers. Okay. So you've done that. Uh, you see, uh, out, while you're outside, out, out front, you see some of the flowers strewn about from Lily's knocked over flower cart. But other than that, it's a pretty quiet night out. The stars are out. Um, there are a few, you know, people milling about on the, on, on the streets, but it's really quiet. No one, no one sees you doing this. Um, do you put any like permutation on the on the note at all, or it's just the same symbol again? Yeah, it's the same symbol. Just the same exact one. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you are finishing up the last 
um, line of the, the symbol and you feel something kind of tickling the back of your neck. Not physically, but yeah. mentally. Turn around. There's nothing there. Ooh, hate that. Don't like that. Um, can I? <laughs> uh, can I roll a perception check? Please do. I have a 17 passive perception, by the way, just so everyone's aware. Yes, thank you. Welcome. It's a dirty 20. You look around and you see that there are some. Uh, there's a. There's a raccoon up in the tree. Uh, you kind of investigate. You look at it. It looks at you, and it kind of goes back to what it was doing. But as far as like things that are moving go, there's nothing really around you in this immediate vicinity. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm. Um, I'm gonna say quietly out loud because this is exactly what Drew would do. Lily, <laughs> I know that she's not here. But she's going to be like, Lily, Lily, I swear to God, if you are out here, please don't freak me out. I have got so much stuff going on. and I am like so freaked out right now. Please do not. You don't, um, you, you don't hear anything in okay. return. Um, I didn't think she would. <laughs> that's when I get Lane back on the call and <laughs> surprise. Um, yeah. Uh, no, you don't. Um, you don't hear any response. There's there's no no one lurking that you can see. Okay. Um the the feeling has passed. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I think in Drew fashion, she's gonna go inside and make some tea. Okay. Because um, I can't go anywhere. If she's gonna find the house, I gotta be here. So I'm gonna go inside and make tea. Okay, you go inside, and um, do you light a candle? Do you have all your... You, you don't have all your gear on you and everything. You've got, you know, your your weapons and all of your, you know... Yeah, but I didn't pull what's in his house, so I feel like he would have stuff, like a, a, a candle or something that I can, like, put in the window. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about, like, you don't have any of your... Um, like, you don't have your armor on, you don't have your... Uh, do do you keep yeah. your arcane focus in your hair at all times, or do you take it out at night? I always have it in. I think someone took it from me. Did I get it back? You have an arcane focus. Yeah, it's in my hair. Yeah, yeah. someone took it from me at some point. I just didn't remember if I got it back. I think you're thinking of where uh, at the mid season one when you were all stripped of all of your yes. gear and stuff, but your arcane focus wasn't taken from you at that point. Okay, I got it back. Okay, um. Uh, you don't carry your grimoire around with you either, do you? No, but I will say I do have some warlock bullshit. Conjure weapon. I can okay. conjure out of thin air my... It's a it's a dagger, I think. We talked about it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I always kind of have a weapon in the yeah. air. <laughs> yes. I forgot that you went packed of the chain. Yes. Um... So you go inside and you make some tea, you light a candle. You know, it takes a little while for the fire to start get going, but it, you know, your tea is brewing in no time. You're sitting there and this empty house, except for your adventuring party, um, the tea is good. Some of the best tea you've had in a while, probably, from being on the run for so long. 
You know, you don't have really great tea on the bulwark aisles, probably. Probably not. So you are sitting there drinking your tea, and you're almost to the bottom of your your cup, and you you feel that uh, sensation again. Put my cup down, and I'm like, really? This this time it's a little stronger too, and it feels like it's going down your hand, like it's going from your neck down your arm into your hand. Really, if you're here, please tell me because I'm freaked out. I'm serious. There's, there's no response. Okay, and I look at my. Can I look at my hands? Are my hands weird? Yeah, you can look at your hands. <laughs> okay, are my hands weird? Uh, you look at your hand and you see that the mark of the shepherd on your hand is faintly kind of iridescing. It's not glowing, but it's going like shimmery. I gotta talk to Dad. That's why. <laughs> That's why I'm feeling weird. Dad's mad. Okay, how do I talk to him? Do I mommy, just like sorry, that? mommy, sorry, mommy, sorry, sorry. mommy. Okay, Daddy. Um, how do I do it? Do I clap? How do I get him to come out of my hand? <laughs> Talk to it. Or just say, like, hey, Dad, what's up? You, Drew, Drew's never done this. Yeah. Has she? No. So try what you want. I'm going to hold my hand up and I'm going to look at it. And I'm just going to be like, can I help you? There's no response. Nothing? Okay. Nothing. I'm going to stand up and be like, and look look up around me in the air, the ether, and just kind of be like, hello, and wave my hand around. Hello, hello, we have a business deal, and I think you're trying to talk to me, and I honestly have some questions of my own. This would be super great. Um, do you have a minute? Dad. You, with your passive perception of 17, hear um, a soft thud in the next room where you know that you've got uh, some of your gear. Okay. I'm going to go in there. Okay. Check it out. You go in there, and it doesn't look like much has changed from when you um, left this room. I imagine this is not the room that you sleep in. But this is like just kind of where you all plopped your stuff. Yeah. And so you see that your grimoire is sitting on the table. Oh, uh, I gotta get my scary book out. You're right. Okay. I'm gonna take the book out. Is it it's flipped to a open. certain page? Uh, it is. Uh, how how much have you done with your grimoire up to this point? Because you've got like a few spells in it. But do you, is this where you have been taking notes? Because you made this yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, it's my it's my scary book. I don't remember. I can do something. Didn't we decide it can do something? You can do a few spells with it. Um, yeah. But you have to charge it with souls and remember that's you right. Have, that's it is fully part charged. My soul book. Your soul book. Um, your, uh, okay. your soul bound grimoire is what I called it. That's right. Yes. It's much nicer. Um, yes. I think I've been doing a good amount of work with it, just because Drew's very excited about using souls to do stuff. Mm-hmm. so yeah yeah there is a it, it is open to a specific page um, right. I imagine that you've been taking some notes recently probably on your trip up here to Ada's Bounty uh, it's one of the more recent entries in the book from your time in the Circle of All uh, I think that Drew correct me if I'm wrong has been 
feeling some type of way about her um, seeming connections to some of the events that took place in the Circle of All with yeah. all the souls and, you know, Gondola felt some stuff and Drew also felt some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Drew has either done some writing or done some sketching and this is one of the pages from your time in Circle of All that kind of is detailing your thoughts on what happened at the Bridge of Blossoms specifically. And you see that one of the, I'm going to say it's probably one of the sketches is iridescing the same way that your hand is. One of the sketches. Okay, I'm going to touch my hand to it. I don't know, maybe that's what you're supposed to do. Okay, you touch the drawing to your hand and nothing happens. Okay, what is the drawing of? Uh, can you roll me a Arcana check, please, I guess? Arcana? I don't, I feel like people are going to think I'm lying. That's another dirty 20. 16 plus 4. Okay, that works. Um, so you are looking at the drawing, and it's a drawing of the tree. Okay, okay, but okay. But it's... You're looking at it, and you are kind of looking at it kind of for the first time, it kind of seems like. You you get that vibe off of looking at it right now as it's iridescing, and it's you're looking at it, and it's not the tree. It is the tree, but it's not the tree. And you see the drawing kind of change in your eyes. The drawing itself isn't physically changing or altering, but you are like your understanding of it as unlocking as you're looking into it. Like sometimes when you look at something and you're like, is it a vase or is it two people or is it a mm-hmm. loaf of or a duck? Okay. Yeah. And so you are looking at this sketch that you've made of the tree and it's, you're looking closer and closer at it. And as you are looking into it, it's getting larger. Is your, is your face getting closer to the grimoire or is the image getting larger? And then, It's taking up all of your vision. And you blink and you're in the void again. In the void? In the void that you haven't been in since you met the shepherd the first time. Aha. I'm in his office. (laughs) I made it. I did it. Um, Is it, do I look around? Is it dark? It's not dark. It's not light. It's just nothing all around you. You don't see the tree anymore. Okay. Uh, does my hand still have the thing on it? Is it still glowing? You look at your hand, and it is normal now. It's back to normal. But it still has the mark. It still has the mark. Um, I kind of look around, and I'm like, Hello? Friend? Business partner? Boss? <laughs> um, I have a few questions. That I would like to ask of you, please, sir, liege. <laughs> what do you call? I don't know what he is. <laughs> Drew does not know what this thing is, so she does not know what to, well, how to address with respect. You hear a voice in your ear that says, It's, it's been, been a long time. time. Does it sound the same as the shepherd before? Yes. And no. (laughs) You like this. Okay. 
Um, go. Yes, it has been a long time. I did not know we had to talk to you again. You grow in power. Yes. <laughs> this, this is good. Typically, I don't talk to my underlings much. Only person who's allowed to talk to you like this, by the way. Only person. Seriously. <laughs> um, okay. Something's changed about you. Yes. Your questions. I may have answers. Okay. Correct me, so out of, have me out of it for a second. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to say last time Drew talked to the shepherd, she did ask about her mom, and he did not seem interested at all in helping her with that. Or am I misremembering? Roll me a history for okay. Drew. Drew can't remember anything. <laughs> that one's only a 19, 15 plus 4. Um, you got a nondescript answer last time. When you were asking okay. about Leah. Okay. Last time, you also remember that there were a lot of tendrils, and it was kind of scary, like horrific, the last time you met the shepherd, and now it does not feel like that at all. Okay. Um, okay. I do have questions. Mostly about, you know, how I'm growing in power. We visited the Circle of All, and there was a very large loss of life. And I felt that, like, in my body, felt that. And then I was able to take that energy and use it. Thoughts. You're doing your job. You found your souls to me. And I grant you some of the power. Are the souls safe? Yes. All souls are safe with me. Even though I use some of them for <laughs> for reasons? Like, does that hurt the souls? No. Okay. You use they still get to go with power. Me. Okay, it's just like energy generated kind of thing. Yes. If you were to be sciencey about it. Okay. I was able to see my mom. I know that she is alive. I don't know how alive she is, really. Um, I don't know if she remembers me. I don't know if she knows what she's doing and knows that she's helping a bad entity bring about the end of the world or something. I don't know if she's aware of any of this. Um, do you know? There's silence for a while, and you're just kind of floating in the void. Um, and you hear after two, three minutes, you're not the souls not with me. Okay. So either she's safe, or she's in great danger. All right. I will tell you that you and your mom's souls are intertwined. Are all 
parents and their children's souls intertwined, or is this special? I cannot say if it's special, but it is different. I have one... I have... On the topic of special, I have a separate question. I have been running for a long time from people who think that I am special, different, or there's some magical quality about me because of my the way I was born. And the reason I run away from them is because the way they want to find that answer is not very pleasant. But I I have to say I do have a kind of gross curiosity. Is there something special or different about me, my soul? There's silence again. And the shepherd says, yes, yes or no. no. Can you elaborate? Your soul is one that has a long lineage. There's silence. And that lineage will go longer than you. So is it that I'm connected to other Eldrin? The soul is now tied to the Eldrin, or the elves, or the humans, or the goblin. So it doesn't matter that I'm an Eldrin. People are hunting me for no reason. Like, as far as that's concerned. I do not know the winds of the mortals, but that would seem to be the case. I think there's a part of me that always knew that, but it's, I guess there was always some part of me that kind of took some weird satisfaction in thinking that I was special, that there was something about me that was different. And that's why, you know, they were chasing me, but at least, you know, I had something special. And now it's a little heavy finding out that, no. So, that's fun. Um, so what am I connected to? I cannot say. Or I do not know. But whatever it is runs through myself and my mom? Yes. Okay. And I'm trying to think of plot questions. This aside, <laughs> I'm trying to think of plot questions and I can't because I'm like, Drew's too in her feels about other stuff. I can't think of anything, like what we're actually doing right now. Uh, I mean, that's a, I think that's a fine place for Drew to be, you know, in her feels. She doesn't get in her feels very often. No. And she's getting a lot of information real quick. Yes. Oh. Can the, the people in the circle of all since I felt the souls leaving, and they felt the souls leaving, is that the connection? Or is that just something that we can do now? There's no connection between you and druids. Okay. But druids can feel stuff that I can. Specifically in the loss of life realm. There have been it seems to you like the shepherd is being very careful with their phrasing on this as they say it. And they say, 
the druids at times prevent souls from reaching me, but never forever. They can only delay the inevitable. Okay. How do they do that? Are they in the tree? What? <laughs> That's Sorry. a question. That was true. That's not me. Are they in the tree? Do they hide, hold them in the tree? The tree does not hold souls. Okay. Yeah, I really thought I was on the something there. <laughs> like, I got it. Nope. How do they... Can you tell me how they hold the souls? Or no? I don't know how they do it. But I can feel the soul being yanked away. Is it by some... Force... On its way to me. Wild. Okay. Here, I guess, is my last... Round of questioning. Do you know what the unending host is? No. Fuck. Me then. <laughs> Why are you going to give me access to a patron deity and he, that this deity cannot even tell me? It's not a deity. You don't know what it is. Okay. This spirit, this entity, this all-knowing entity and cannot even tell me. Okay. You don't know what the- you've never heard of the unending host? No. Not until now. Okay. What are they? Um... <laughs> there is a man named Kevin- nope, Kelvin <laughs> Boulderdown, yeah? And he is trying- he and, um, Tasvig Duvet are trying to bring about the- Oh, I think I said it wrong. Is the unending horde? It's the unending host. You got it. Okay, I had it right. Okay, good. Um, the unending host. So they've been essentially creating or taking advantage of the shade pockets in order to collect these ancient, I don't even know what to call them, statues. We call them the Amos, and they're very big. And they're hoping that they can bring about the unending host, which their plan is going in their, in their mind's eye. What's going to happen is the unending host is going to come in and kill everybody that isn't them. Purify the world. Something like that. Yeah. I'm looking at Nathan. The, the, um, the way that Tasbeek described it is that he wants to hold all the power. And so in order to do that, <clears throat> he needs to give the people something to rally against, and he's hoping to use Amo uh, Gelt to be that threat. Yes. He's trying to bring Amo Gelt from the Shade Pocket to be a threat so that he can basically rule as a shadow um, emperor or whatever. Yeah, so not great. Drew explains everything perfectly and with no uh, issues remembering. Yes. <laughs> Front, uh, so you say all this stuff and the shepherd takes it in. Or it's just silent. You don't know if they're taking it in or not. Um, and Thinking, God, fuck this. <laughs> I'm just like, 
uh, and the what happens is what happens next is you are looking out into the void and you see materializing in front of you those tendrils again they kind of come from the outside of your vision and come into your field of view and then there's a smoky vapor-like substance that comes around them as well and it's all chaotic and um, otherworldly and kind of horrific. You watch as these tendrils and vapor stitch themselves together and materialize into a vague representation of a humanoid figure in front of you. Man, I really love the idea that I said some wild-ass shit, and he went, oh, okay, I have to come down there. Like, he was like, I guess I'm fucking, okay, what? <laughs> like, love it. Love the energy. Uh, do I need to roll anything? Constitution I mean, saving throw. Do you want to roll something? <laughs> no, like, are saying. you trying to figure out what's happening? You can roll a wisdom. I, just a I wisdom check. That's an 11. Okay, you... Bruce freaked out. <laughs> you don't know what's happening. You think this is probably the shepherd. Yeah. Um, so this humanoid figure materializes in front of you. It's a humanoid figure, but it's also... It's hard to tell in the void how close they are or how far away they are. But they look a lot larger than you are as well. Um, and you here now instead of the voice in your head the voice coming from this figure and they say I know the armor oh go on say more right now we aided in their construction what <laughs> we uh and the shepherd, as you say, we kind of offers their hands like as if to say, looking all around and saying like we and you see now for the first time that you've been in the void that you're not in a void and you can kind of pick out as if you, when your eyes go fuzzy or like it goes TV static, when it starts to clear up, that's kind of what's happening to you. It's clearing up. The shepherd gestures all around and you can see now there are shapes floating in the void. And you come to the realization that you're not in a void. You are with and amongst souls. Oh my god, is this like the Hades River thing? Am I in like the pool? Essentially, like the same like vibe? Same vibe, except it's all over and not just you're standing in a pool. Ah! <laughs> I'm so excited! What? What? Okay, okay. Okay, she's... <laughs> Do I? This is gonna sound really gross and weird. Do I recognize any of these people? No, you no? don't. You, you don't. There's not like two, I can't get that close. It's like I just kind of see. 
Well, I mean, there's there are ones that are far away. There are ones that are like brushing right up against you. Like, <laughs> it, oh my but God. it's multitudinous. What in the river sticks? Multitudinous. Um, <sighs> wow. Okay. I imagine Drew's a little overwhelmed with this. Yeah. Um. But can I touch him? Can I touch? Is that weird? Is it weird? They're can touching touch you. They're touching me. What, can I? Can I like reach my hand out? Yeah, what reach happens? your hand out. N- nothing. You don't even does, really feel them. Does my hand just like pass through? Yeah, your hand just passes through. It's you don't disturb them. You don't. They don't disturb you. Type of situation. Like you've been holy shit in this this whole time, and they've been. All around you, flowing through, brushing up against, you know, all that kind of stuff. Okay, okay. So I'm going to say... God, what's the name of... Uh, I want to say Artificer, but that's not that what I'm thinking of. Who 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 built the orbs? The uh, Scriveners. The Scriveners. They're not around anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, Correct. I'm going to be like... Were you one of the Scriveners? I am not a Scrivener. We worked with them. The souls of the dead worked with them? Like you and the rest of the dead worked with them? Sorry, I'm just trying to be clear. Not directly. However, Inside each column is a volunteer. One that chose to go back to the realm of the living. Okay, so Amalfaric is like a person, or was a person. And now he's like, he's Amalfaric. Correct. So let's say Amalfaric gets hurt, the soul goes back to you, does the same soul come back, or is it like different souls? Or like, nah, that they just, they're just back and gone. Her soul will come back to you. Okay. I'm just thinking, because when we're out, out of character, when we lost the twins, or one of the twins, I'm like, oh god. <laughs> Those were people. <laughs> Those were... Uh, I'm not the shepherd right now. Those were... Um, not Amos. I thought they were. They were relays that were. That's they were right. animated relays. That's right. That's right. You don't know. You haven't lost any of the Amos, right? You have not lost any of the Amos. Okay. okay. Uh, the only thing that you and party think so far, or the impression that you're under, is that Amo guilt has been corrupted. Okay. So my next question: Do you know where we can find Amo guilt? Or do you have a way to contact him? That I cannot contact the But I think you will help you find him yourself. Bet. Um, and you realize now that the shepherd shrinks down to your size. Oh, thanks, man. He was a lot taller than <laughs> you even thought. Uh, and they wade through... You know, the souls swirling all around them and walk to you. And so they. Cool. I want the um, art of the scene so bad. They. 
put in your... Uh, they grab your hand, and when the shepherd touches you, it feels simultaneously like an ice bath and like you've opened the oven door to look at your, your bread at the same time. Like the sensation on your hand. Wild. With a little bit of pins and needles thrown in there. Wild? Okay. Um, and they hold your, your the hand that has the mark of the shepherd on it. Um, and they place their other hand quote-unquote on top of your hand on top of the symbol. And they pull the hand that's on top of the symbol up and out of the symbol is now an amulet that looks identical to the one that you touched. Cool. And they say, this, this will lead, lead you to what you seek. Got it. Just put it on. I got it pretty nice now. Am I allowed to wear it? <laughs> or is it like, or is it like keep it in a box kind of amulet? Like what kind of amulet are we talking? Well, uh, it, it, it's just the amulet itself. It doesn't have like a chain or anything on it. So it's just like the pendant. Oh, uh, well, it's never changed. Just like, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Well, we will. Okay. We will take this and we will see if we can find Amogel and see if he has been corrupted. Fingers crossed he has not. Um, quick question. Do you know where the other ones are? <laughs> and can you help us find them? This, this will help you find any and all of the armor. Hell yeah. Okay. Hopefully we can help them, like you did. This, this is the hour they were created for. So. It's important they're found. Yes. I will do that. Yes, sir. Drew is like giggling. Like she's like excited, but she's nervous. Like she's like, there's a lot happening. There's souls surrounding her. This is something that she never thought she'd experience or like that it really existed. Because if everyone, I will, if our audience wants to remember in Lanamora, like this is not something that is believed in or happens. Like the, the living and the dead do not cross paths again so like this is very weird and fucked up um but she drew is excited because this is something she always believed to be true in her soul and like seeing it is like really cool um and seeing that it's possible to blur those lines between life and death is very like interesting to drew so um she's kind of panicked kind of freaking out right now she's got an amulet um she's got She's gonna be like, okay, last question. If I have somebody I really want to kill, can you just do that for me? Or like, is that not the relationship we have? No. Okay. Not yet. But you can always send. You can always send them to me. Bet. <laughs> um, at this point, uh, the shepherd kind of unforms. I guess is the best way to put it. Okay. Um, and. You're looking at the soul void now. Cool. Um, and you see all of the swirling souls all around, and you're just, I guess, taking it all in. No one ever told you how to get out of the soul void. Oh, no. <laughs> um, you, with your passive perception, though, 
you hear like a like an alarm <laughs> like a phone alarm yeah like it's, it's like a vibration like of something vibrating okay it seems like it's coming from like down and to like in front of you okay I'm gonna follow the noise okay you you follow it with like your eyes you can't really move move yeah uh, but you look down with your eyes and you see floating there in front of you is your sending stone. Your sending shell. Ah! Pick it up! Yeah. Okay. Uh, you pick it up and immediately, as soon as you touch it, you're back in Poet Sims Manor. This is very Tom Riddle's Diary, fuck J.K. Rowling, but I love it. I love it. I'm very into it. Uh, on the other side, you hear uh, Hey, um, Drew? You, uh, we, we, we Got we we found Fira, and uh, is this well, Agamir? Yeah, Reg is cutting a deal with uh, some merchants. So the Harbor Coast is good. <laughs> okay, okay. Is this, this isn't like a, it's not like a phone it, call. It's, it's just yeah, like. Yeah, it's like the, the 25 word message. I hope yeah. that was 25 words, but. Okay. So that's just what brought me back. Um, is it still my time? You look out the window and it is now dawn. Okay. You um, don't know how long you were, um, in the soul void, as I guess I'll be calling it now. Yes. Love um, it. Yes, please call it the soul void. <laughs> uh, you don't know how long you were in the soul void. Um, you see that the fire from when you had boiled the water for tea is now just embers. Your tea is cold. It That sucks. Could ha- Well, you're, you were done with your tea for the most part. <laughs> but, um, you know, it seems like you were in there for a few minutes, but it in the real world... It was hours. Um, okay, I'm gonna stand up. Do I feel weird when I stand up or I feel normal? Nope, you feel rested, actually. Ooh, cool. That's fun. Love that. I'm going to, just as a last-ditch effort, she's gonna go kind of, like, stand on the steps outside just to see if her mom's gonna come. She That's all she wants to know. Like, she's so concerned but she is going to while she's like pacing waiting to see if her mom shows up she's going to take out and look at the amulet okay um so you look at the amulet i imagine because it's still in your hand when you come out of the soul void yeah it looks you know identical it's that it looks like stone um just like it was when you touched it you know almost a year ago at this point and you realize that you no longer have the mark on your hand I don't have the shepherd mark anymore? You don't have the shepherd mark, but you have the shepherd amulet. Oh, mark turned into amulet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does that mean I still have all my warlock stuff, yeah? Yeah, you've got all your warlock stuff still. Okay. I was like, I didn't know that he was leaving me. <laughs> I was like, no. No. Okay. So you see that um, you get a length of cord or a length of chain and you fashion it into a necklace. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's got a loop for it. So easy peasy. Yeah. Necklace time. Um, 
and you put it on. You step outside the door, and the first thing that you realize is that there is a piece of paper pinned or nailed to the door. I'm going to see it. I'm going to open it. Okay. Uh, It's, yeah, folded over. You open it up, and in the same script that you and your mother use, it says, who are you? And that's where we're going to end this week's episode. Oh my god, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Does it mean she doesn't remember me? Or does it mean that she does? She thinks I'm like impersonating somebody? Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, I hate all this. Okay. Thank you all so much for tuning into the Legends of Lanamore podcast. I have been your dungeon master. Uh, if you want to reach out, to, we're going to do a truncated version of our normal sign-off thing because I don't have the document that has all of that stuff. Um, I made Emily really sad. I'm sad now. <laughs> I think it means that she doesn't remember me. I'm sad. I'm sorry. If you'd like to oh. learn more about uh, Legends of Lanamora and Novi Studios as well as our other uh, our sibling podcast, City in Snow, What's What with Dilly and Dally, talk show with Emily and Nicole from the Legends of Land and War podcast, and Lex Talk About It, uh, another talk show with our very good friend Lex. Feel free to head over to novistudio.io. You can also catch us on Twitter at novi underscore studio. Uh, you can find me at underscore squid toaster on Twitter. And Emily? You can find me at neurotic good. Yeah, so we do some 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 stuff on Twitter. I thought of a tweet today. I might put that up. But anyway, um, you can also check out our shop. We've got artwork up there, as Emily mentioned um, at the beginning of the episode. We also have the Into Depths and Darkness prequel campaign, which uh, you can catch Emily playing Leandria on. Uh, very different than Drew. Uh, if you're I am curious. my own mom. <laughs> yes, she is her own mom. So, also, we have been partnering with a new shop, Divergent Minds Club. So, be sure to go check them out. What is their. Uh... I think it's divergentmindsclub.com. Yep, it is divergentmindsclub.com. So, go ahead uh, and check that out as well. Do you want to talk about the the products that they. Yeah, sure. They sell Mm -hmm. um, stimming jewelry for people who have um, ADHD, ASD, anything that um, requires you to fidget with stuff. It's fidget jewelry. So they have pendants um, with chewy beads if you have an oral fixation or um, earrings that pull back and forth. um, Just things that are meant to be fidgeted with so that they won't, you know, wear out over time. Um, and yeah, I've gotten some. I know that Nicole has gotten some, and we already love it. So go check it out. And ten percent of profits go to a charity. Yeah, we should have the information for the charity and the the that shop as well up on NoviStudio.io here soon. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, the creator Piper is on TikTok. Go and follow her at. Pipsicle. Pipsicle. I think P-Y-P- it's Pipsicle, but I say it Pipsicle in my brain. P-Y-P-C-I-C-L-E. Yeah. So go ahead and check out what uh, she's doing as well. So mm-hmm. what else do we do for sign-off? I think that's really it. I think we did more than we usually do for sign-off because there's yeah. only two of us. 
Yeah, well, that's what we get for not having a script. Anyway, thank you it's so true. much for tuning into Legends of Landmore podcast. I had a great time DMing. I hope my players had a great time playing, and I hope that you had a great time listening. I forgot that bit. Until next time, let's be legends. Let's be legends. <sighs> Fuck you, I got it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>